right, there we are. Awesome. All right, let's do this. To my knowledge, you're not signed to a big label, right? Yeah, that's correct. Um, um, but what happened with Texas Hill? Because that that seemed like a big a big project and a big deal, and uh, it came to an end. It's called One Line Away. I, uh, I wrote it with a good friend of mine, Trent Thompson. Hey, what's happening? This is Miles Kennedy of Alter Bridge. This is the Ruben J Show. Howdy, folks. Double J here. That's right. That's J E double L. J A double R E double T. That's double J Jeff Jarrett. Hey, it's Spencer Garrett from HBO's Winning Time The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty. I'm on air. Hey, everybody. You're on air with Ruben J. That's right. And you're on air. And here's your host with Ruben J. Ruben J. And you're on air with Ruben J. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ruben J Show. I am recording in public. It's a little weird, but uh, I've been been doing some traveling, and I am wanting to get the full episode with uh, Craig Wayne Boyd out before before it's too late. So I am literally sitting in a Panera with uh, the couple of hours I have between all the different projects that I'm working on to do this intro and outro for the audio version of my interview with Craig Wayne Boyd. And so, so first and foremost, just want to say thank you to everybody who's watched the video version of just the interview portion. Uh, I think I'm going to try to edit together uh, the full interview for people to watch on, on YouTube. I don't know. I'm recording the video of me in a Panera recording the intro of this podcast. So that way, when the time comes, uh, I have the video in case I ever need it. So I just, I, I wanted to to put some, put something out there in the open. Um, Craig and I are, are friends. We are friendly. We've, we've been friendly. I've, I've hung out with him, uh, backstage at shows before I obviously watched him audition for the voice and then ultimately win the voice. And, Today's the first time in years that we've had the the chance, or not today, when we recorded this podcast, uh, the first time in years that we've had the chance to actually sit down and have a conversation about his career and what has happened since he won The Voice in a way that we actually had some time. Uh, most of our conversations that have been recorded were less than five minutes long. So in the description of this podcast, I'm also going to link to the conversations that we've had in the past, including one at the, um, the Troubadour show and a couple from The Voice. And there's probably more than I'm forgetting, to be honest. Uh, so if you are interested in some of those older pieces of content, please check it out. Um, if you are listening to this on on, on um, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, the links will take you to YouTube, our YouTube channel. So make sure that you uh, subscribe there and then on your favorite podcast platform, leave us a, leave us, leave us a little bit of a review. It helps out. It really does. Leave us a five-star review, subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. It will definitely help, uh, in the process. So with that, let's jump into my conversation with Craig Wayne Boyd. Welcome back to the Ruben J show. I am, uh, I'm super excited to be reconnecting with this gentleman right here. He's, he's, a. Uh, He's a, a handsome, handsome man. He's got a great family. He's a great musician uh, and somebody I get to call a friend. Uh, winner of season seven of The Voice. He's got some new music coming out. Craig Wayne Boyd, man. It's been, yeah, a, man. It's been a minute. 
It has been, man. It's it's just great to uh, you. Uh, you hollered at me the other night, and I was like, you know what? Yes, let's do it. <laughs> I love, I love, I love when when a plan comes together that way. Right. Uh, you know, it's 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 straight to the point, and I'm just like, dude, let's. You got new music coming out. Let's do it. Um, and you know, I I feel bad because, you know, between, you know, you living in a different state the pandemic and all this stuff, we just haven't been able to connect as much as I'd like to. Um, and so first and foremost, man, I, I want to say thank you though, because from the moment we met on that red carpet at the voice, I knew we, we had something special. Like it was, oh, yeah. it was more than just a, a transactionary thing on the red carpet. Uh, and so next time you're out in LA, man, I want to buy you a drink. I, I just want to throw it out there yeah. right now up front. Um, and, I'll take you up on it. and I want to, I want to, I want to start this conversation where we, we left off with our last conversation, which is talking about the record deal that you had on The Voice. And I know at the time you were unhappy and you actually, I think you bought yourself out of it or, or got out of it somehow. Um, and the, but that's been, I think it's been six years since the last time we talked, six or seven years since the last time we talked. Uh, what, how did, where, what type of music model are you using now? Because I know, I know to my knowledge, you're not signed to a big label, right? Yeah, that's correct. Um, so I, I've I've taken many avenues since I ch last chatted with you, and where I'm at right now with the with music is a uh, um, is going the in, kind of an independent route. Um, and a friend of mine is is uh, launching a, a new venture um, label wise, and uh, we're, we've done a, a little uh, transaction to put out some new music together. Awesome. Uh, and it's music that I had already um, had ready um, and kind of holding on to for a second. Um, but um, in talking with the wife and, and friends and, and just kind of where the situation was at, I was like, man, I think it's time to, to let this music out um, and uh, start working on a new album. Absolutely. The last record you put out was was Top Shelf <clears throat> as far uh, yeah, as solo goes. I'd put a uh, I'd put a uh, an album out for, uh, or an EP um, that was called uh, From the In Between because there was a few tracks that had uh, kind of been sitting there. I wanted people to hear those. Oh, th dude, um, I think I missed that. Yeah, I, that was in fact. Well, that was during uh, the beginning of the pandemic stuff. So it probably did slip past. It slipped past a lot of people. So All right. <laughs> I obviously did not put that one out correctly. <laughs> well, I think in the middle of the pandemic, nobody did anything correctly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it was just like, all right, I have lost every uh, every avenue of uh, income stream. Yeah. Um, and let's try to figure this out. Yeah, for so. sure. So uh, I'm going to go listen to that after we record this. And at the end of this episode, I'm going to do a quick review on that that EP as well, the, the in between. Oh, awesome. um, now, I have to talk about this. You can decline to comment if you'd like. Um, but what happened with Texas Hill? Because that that seemed like a big a big project and a big deal. And uh, it came to an end. So um, what, what can you say about that? Um, what I have to say about that is I'm still trying to figure it out. Um, okay. I've been, I've been left in the dark a little bit on, on exactly why things went down like they did. Um, uh, it, it's unfortunate and it really, really hurts my heart. Um, and the only thing I know to do is, is move onward and upward. Um, but if I had an answer for you, I would give you one, but I honestly, I, I don't know. 
Um, maybe time will tell. Hopefully, hopefully yeah. that was that was, was a. I was. It was a project that I was very very passionate about, and I absolutely loved the music that we were putting together, and even the music that was to come because we were already in that process. Um, you know, I could speculate in many different ways of what really went down. Um, but you know, there's spe speculation to speculation. I, I have not gotten a straight answer, so I don't know. Well, that's fair enough. Um, I remember when you told me about that group, man, you told me about that group about a year, a year before you officially came out with it. Yeah. It was, and... it was something I, I was a passion project for me. And I, I really wanted to make this thing work. And, and I thought I had, you know, had found the right two individuals to do that, do to put that group and that thought together. Um, cause I, you know, there was, there was a couple of different folks that had come to mind to do something of the sort. Um, but I was a fan of both of them. And, and for that matter, you know, I've, I've always, I've always been a fan of both of their voices and I will continue to be fans of their voices. Yeah, man. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked for what's coming next. You have a song coming out, uh, I believe Valentine's day. Yes. Uh, which will be a, which is tomorrow as yeah. of the time this, this interview comes out. Uh, it's called, correct me if I'm wrong, One Line Away? That's right. And yeah, it's called One Line Away. I, uh, I wrote it with a good friend of mine, Trent Thomason, and uh, another gentleman, Arlo Smith. Um, both are phenomenal writers. Um, Trent's had a lot of success in the writing world, and, and he was previously, previously an artist, um, solely just an, a country artist. And, um, and he's really made a name for himself in the writing world, and I feel very honored to call him a friend and and uh he's uh he produced the the track on it and, and man he just, i feel like he did a great job it's one of my favorite uh recordings of my voice so far um I, it really captured a lot of the the uh deep qualities of my voice that um i don't know that have been captured other than like live performance stuff it was really cool yeah i i've listened to the little teaser that you put out uh just a couple days ago and I, I honestly, that's the reason why I reached out to you was because I was so impressed and in awe with the sound of the track. And I believe was like maybe a 20 second clip. Uh -huh. And it reminded me of the night that I thought this guy's going to win the voice, which is when you did, uh, I forgot the name, the, the wooden cross, uh, oh, the old wooden cross. Yes. Yeah. When you did that song, I knew you were going to win the voice. I called, I looked to the person to my right and I said, this man's going to win the voice. And I believe if you go back and watch our video from that night, I'm pretty sure I told you, I think you're going to win the voice. Uh, yeah. I, I remember it distinctly. <laughs> you saying that yeah. I was like, man, I appreciate it, buddy. <laughs> and so, so I guess my, my question uh, with that is that that sound that you have, uh, is that the, 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 the Craig Wayne Boyd that we're going to be hearing moving forward? Because I, yes. awesome. Cause I, I feel like top shelf was, had a little bit of that classic country sound that I, lo I love from you uh, and a little bit more of that radio friendly pop sound as well. Um, this sounds a lot more like classic Craig Wayne Boyd, in my opinion. Um, I am super pumped. Um, the songs that I've been writing, um, not only over the past couple of years, but even just over the past couple of months, um, I feel like I've really honed in on what i wanted to do right after the voice and and have yet to really um get that that sound out 
and uh, I mean, it's taken um, what seven, eight years now <laughs> to get to that point. But um, I feel like now I'm the, the maturity level vocally and also mentally um, and in life in general, I, I'm able to do and express these songs um, how I feel that they should be expressed and, and just from experience. Because, you know, coming off of The Voice, I had, you know, I had a son um, and had a long-term relationship, but the responsibilities of having five kids and a, and a wife and trying to keep the level of uh, security that I feel that they deserve um, is, it puts a little bit more angst in your voice and it really, you know, it pulls it out, man, you know? Yeah, for sure. And that, that was one of the things that I, I remember, you know, uh, Texas Hill kind of went quiet for a minute and you weren't really doing much. And I, I thought to myself, I'm like, I wonder if this dad life, you know, had caught up, you know, because it's not easy being a dad and it's not easy being a musician. And I'm sure it's not easy being a full-time musician, a full-time dad, you know, and a husband, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I'm glad to, to see that you're using that as inspiration and, you know, as, as the fuel to move you forward. Uh, because I, I, th I think that the world, the world's a better place with more uh, Craig Wayne Boyd uh, in it and, and, and more music coming out than, than not, in my opinion. Man, I really appreciate that. And that's, and honestly, it, it music is my life. It really is. It's the, it's the lifeblood that's in my veins. Um, and it's, it's what keeps me motivated, what keeps me going. Um, and there are times that, you know, even with the, going from the solo project into doing Texas Hill, it was, for me, it was a, it was a venture, a little side thing just for, to find more inspiration. Um, like to, to live life in a little bit different facet musically at that point. Um, but that helped me find me again, which was great, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I, I guess, you know, with, with that is I, I also had the opportunity to see you live out here in, in LA when you, when you came out here, you played the, uh, the Troubadour and it was one of the best shows I've seen, you know, people were dancing, people mm -hmm. were, 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 were yeehawing, you know, they were doing, they were doing all the things that, that I love about live music and I hadn't seen it in a while. Um, so I know you're, you're doing more, more shows. I know you have a couple shows coming mm -hmm. up. I think I think you have a show that's coming out before this podcast and a couple others that are that are have been announced. Um, yeah, it was actually one last night. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's okay. Yeah, there you go. I so, had, had one last night, and it was man, that was really it's my first uh, solo performance out um, in a couple of years, um, and I didn't want to stop. <laughs> I think I I went a little over. Uh, little over 90 minutes worth of music that i played for those folks and it felt like i just started when i was like all right i gotta quit dude that's that's amazing i i wish i could have uh jumped on a plane man to go see that because that would have been i think that would have been a, a great time um what can people expect from from a craig wayne boyd live show you know because i i love i love the music man what what can we expect from a live show um man it's a i it's hard to say anything other than it's an emotional journey. Um, and that's always been my goal um, in my own music um, was to take people on a journey, make you feel something, make you laugh, make you cry, make you think, 
um, about life in general and about different things, you know, different aspects. And it, it's about love, laughter and heartbreak and all of it. And, yeah. but I want you to feel that. And I feel like last night was one of those moments that I was like, all right, I'm back at it. Do you feel like you're, you're back at home? Yeah. And was that your, was that one of your first, your first solo shows since the pandemic? Um, no, I was, uh, yeah. First solo since the pandemic. Yeah. Dude, that must have felt amazing just to get out in front of that crowd. Uh, yeah. So let me let me ask you a little bit more about about the new song, "One Line Away." Um, you know what's what's the message? You know behind the song. Um, I, I had I was I had the idea um, before I went to the writing room, and it was I was just thinking about those moments that I felt um, right before, like those very few seconds before I asked Taylor to marry me Wow! and um, how I felt about it. It was like, you know, I'm just, just seconds away from doing this. And it was like this whole story running through my brain of how this, how it all went down. Um, and I just, I thought it would be a great way to express it um, in song. And um, we, we've got a little teaser uh, component that, I think only made it onto uh, onto Tic Tac Toe. I guess it is. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> On TikTok, but um, we uh, found the original uh, video that was filmed on the bus when I asked her to marry me, nice. um, and uh, we'll be including that on on some stuff coming up. But so we've never shared that with anyone before. So it's, I think it's it's pretty special, um, and that really rung true um, in the song for me too. I love that. I love that. And you, you and your wife, uh, I, I told you off, off air, you guys have a beautiful family and I, I love, <laughs> I love how supportive, um, your wife is of you as well. You know, you can tell that she's your number one fan. Uh, and I'm going to say be, be, behind your kids, I'm probably your number two fan. Uh, I'm a big, <laughs> big fan of your music. Um, what's next for, for Craig Wayne Boyne? I know, I, I know you mentioned, uh, you know, an album, uh, but what's, what's, what's the next big project for you? Um, that's really that's the big thing for me right now is just I, I want and I really want to make sure that this is a project that um, says a few things for me. Um, I, I've I've not had a lot of those. Uh, so I've had a lot of love songs. Um, I've had a lot of heartbreak songs. Um, I've never really dove into. Um, talking about kids and, and all of that fun stuff and not yet I have five of them. So it's, uh, I feel like it's time to start including branching out and sharing more of the family side of uh, my music. That's awesome. Have you, have you had the chance to, to talk to Blake Shelton at all since, since last time? Um, no, but I was hanging out with, uh, with Zach Swan the other day, and uh, it sounds like we might all three be getting together here in the next uh, month or so. Oh, man, I love those guys. <laughs> I love those guys. They, You and them are, are people from The Voice that I, w I wish we lived closer together so we could have a drink together, you know, on a more, <laughs> more consistent basis. Um, oh, yeah, man. The Swan Brothers, man, they're, they're good people. You guys uh, thinking about maybe writing something together? Oh yeah, we're uh, we're gonna be in the writing room here in the next uh, again in the next few weeks. We're That's gonna be doing to do. doing some stuff together. I'm pretty pumped about it. That's good, man. Now, I'm I'm curious to you know, since the last time we spoke, the music business has changed a lot. 
the pandemic obviously threw a wrench in and everything. Uh, you know, so, so for yourself, you know, how do you see yourself putting out, you know, full length records on the regular? Are you planning on doing the, uh, the singles and EP model and occasionally putting out a record? Like, what does that look like for you on the business side of things? Um, a lot of it is, uh, just to be frank about it, dude, I, I personally love the idea of full length albums. Cause I feel like it encompasses a, a portion of time. It's like, yeah. this was what was going on in this time of my life. This is what was going on in this time of my life. You know, that I love that idea. Um, but doing it, um, on the independent side of things versus having the, the capabilities and the money, the finances to be able to do something, uh, on that scale. Sometimes, uh, we, we may have to put out a few singles here and there. Um, but I want to continue. What I do want to do that I have not done is, uh, I don't want to wait two and three years between albums. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would, I think it might behoove and help me out even, uh, to put out, you know, three or four songs a, a year versus waiting to get, you know, 15 or 16 at, at one time. Yeah. We should, we should talk after the air. I have some ideas for you. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, man, I, I'm so stoked for you. I'm glad that you're back. Uh, we did get a couple fan questions. Uh, let me pull those up real quick. Um, but, but in the meantime, can you, can you tell everybody, uh, where they can find you, uh, on social media? You have the, one of the best social media handles in the world, but, but, uh, please, please <laughs> tell everybody where they can find you on social media. Yeah. For, uh, well, for all things, Craig Wayne Boyd, go to Craig Wayne And from there you can find the links to, uh, to my Facebook, uh, Instagram. And now, um, you can go on and pre-save, uh, whether it be, uh, Apple music spotify google or deezer um you can go on a pre-save uh one line away i love it uh rebecca floyd wants to know uh where did you learn to cook are you are you a good cook i am a pretty dang good cook um i i've had some influences uh in my life uh on the cooking side of things and i kind of um, incidentally, I had, uh, an ex-father-in-law that was, uh, in gourmet award. He worked for a company called gourmet award foods. Um, and he was hanging with the likes of like Emeril Agassi and stuff like that. And the, they really, really, uh, it, it perked my interest in cooking food and the different flavors and different tastes. And, um, that's kind of where it really came from was that. I love that. Uh, my good friend Lauren wants to know what's your favorite guitar. Oh goodness, um, I have so many. <laughs> I can look across the room from where I'm at right now, and I think there's about uh, thirty some odd cases over there. Oh my gosh! Are you, guitars. Are you um, an acoustic guy or an electric guy? Um, I have I have a, a pretty even collection. I probably I play acoustic more often than I do electric. Uh, I've never been much of a lead player, so electric has not been my uh, not been my bag as much. But um, I mean, I love the old the old Martins and stuff like that. I don't have any of those. Uh, I do have a couple of old Gibsons. Um, the guitars that I'm presently playing on stage is uh, a Cole Clark, Ooh. which is out of Australia. Um, and they have a patent on their pickup systems that I just fell in love with. And it, cause it sounds like the guitars mic'd. 
uh, on stage rather than just being like plugged in with a piezo pickup on it. It's it just got, has a whole different level of technology that they have a patent on. Oh, I and love that. They sold me on it. <laughs> <laughs> we got to we got to get them to uh, to sponsor you and send you a bunch of guitars for free. That's there my, we go. That's my that's gonna be my mission for you. Um, nice. All right, last last fan question here is uh, what what song from The Voice do you, do you think that you're gonna perform live on your upcoming shows if any oh man i i have a few of those that uh that continue to pop up um uh, of course johnny cash is one of those and um i usually try to end out the night with the old rugged cross because i feel oh, like I it's just it's, it puts the ribbon it ties the bow in the ribbon there you go there you go <laughs> ties the bow in the ribbon. Well, man, Craig, I love you. I appreciate you. Um, the new song, One Line Away, is out tomorrow. Uh, wherever you get your music, head over to craigwayneboyd.com for more information about his shows, his music, to pre-save, to pre-order, buy merch. There's, I don't know, there's, you have merch? Yes. Go yes, buy some merch. Go buy some merch. Go. Uh, go support independent music, man. Uh, there's, there's not many people... Uh, in this world that I say uh, deserve support and, and, and Craig Wayne Boyd is uh, he is, is one of those people who I think everyone needs to go out and just support. It's good music and good people, man. And I, and I appreciate your time. Brother. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for reaching out and uh, man. Can't wait to see you soon. You coming out to LA soon. Uh, I'm going to be out on the West coast uh, in May. So we'll, uh, I'm still putting some of that together, but LA may be one of those stops. All right. Well, if if uh, worst case scenario, man, uh, if you're within driving distance, I'm gonna come out and see you. Very nice. <laughs> all right. Uh, hang on. Hang on for one second. All right. So as promised, it's Ruben J here, the Ruben J Show. Um, I did listen to Craig's EP, The In Between, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. So if you have not listened to that, if you've not heard those songs before, go check it out. And if you're wondering why I'm being so quiet, it's because I am in the middle of a Panera. It's the only time I had to be able to record this properly. So um, I have my my traveling microphone right with me, and I am doing it. And there is nothing anyone's going to do about it unless I'm doing something illegal right now, which I don't think I am because it's a public place. And no one told me I'm not allowed to record yet. So we'll find out. But Panera, please sponsor me. Please sponsor me. Um, again, share this podcast with somebody who you think might enjoy it. Subscribe, and I'll see you guys next week. I got another great conversation coming up. And in case you're not subscribed to the YouTube channel, I am putting out bonus episodes or bonus videos. So check it out. All right. I'll see you guys next week.